0: All right. Good morning. Nasty and wet outside and windy, but it's nice in here. Good to see everyone. Good to have our visitors with us. Make yourselves right at home. Uh, Let's see. We have a few announcements. There's newsletter on the the back bulletin board for everyone to get this morning. Um, All kinds of good stuff on here. Let's see. So for this evening, we're not going to have any Sunday night fellowship. But is would anyone be willing to come back and help decorate the church? I think Rachel's going to lead the charge, but she's going to need some help. So if you're interested, see Rachel. Do you want them to raise hands?
1: You can raise
0: your hands. <laughs> raise your hands.
1: Oh, yeah, what are they doing? So you might want to wait and ask They're ladies
0: Windy women. Just kidding. Understand. They must be having a good discussion. Well, we'll ask that in a minute then. Uh, let's see. Next Sunday, we'll have the Lord's Supper service in the, the PM. Uh, and here they come. We'll give them that. Missy's always the first one running over. Um, Let's see. Second Harvest will be Wednesday the 21st from 530 to 7. We'll be packing uh, boxes for the holidays. What was that, a couple weeks ago we packed for... It was a lot we packed. For the Thanksgiving uh, dinner for folks. Uh, The 18th will be Christmas caroling. And I believe we're going to have church... Go get lunch, and then come back, and we're going to leave the church at 2 o'clock to go. Does that sound right? I think that's correct. Uh, let's see. What other announcements?
1: Girls' night out.
0: Girls' night out?
1: This, is, this Friday night at your house.
0: This Friday night at my house. 6 o'clock? 6 o'clock. Are you going to have good food?
1: We're going to fix sandwiches. Everybody brings a dessert or a side
0: dish. I might be there.
1: hey it's my house
0: (laughs) it's my house Um, let's see junior reach out party is that right the Saturday the 10th from 2 to 4 Uh, the music ministry they're going to be practicing it looks like next Sunday morning from 9 to 9.45 and then the 18th from 9 to 945. Come on in, ladies. We got a question for you.
1: <laughs>
0: You're running late. Jeez. All I said was, you guys probably had a good discussion. These guys were all getting impatient. Okay, so who would be interested in coming this evening? What time, Rachel? Five? To help decorate the church for the holidays. I still don't see any hands. They're not all here yet. Remind me at the end, Rachel. Uh, let's see. And for the 25th, I believe we're going to dismiss Sunday school and just have service starting at 11. Sound good? All right. We'll ask y'all to stand and we'll open the service with a song this morning.
1: Give so sweet...
0: week off, Amanda and I went to Amish country for the weekend just got away a little bit. David, we didn't visit the church you guys visited when you were there. (laughs) We missed out. They wanted me to preach. (laughs) But it it was good to get away, so appreciate John and Tony filling in, just giving us a break, and we didn't really get a vacation this year, so that was a little vacation that we really needed, so appreciate that. Anybody with a special song this morning? Alright, got your Bibles, turn over to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. want to just read one verse here. I'm going to follow the Lord for a few minutes this morning. First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 18. this goes right along with what Brother David said in his prayer. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Jesus Christ for you, Christ Jesus for you. You know, with it, with it being Thanksgiving week, you know, no doubt, I mean, how, how many times have people seen, you know, anywhere, be thankful, be thankful, be thankful, be thankful, be thankful. And it's just this time of year that everyone decides to be thankful. I don't know what it is about Thanksgiving and Christmas. Sometimes you see the nicest people in the world, right? Like, I, we were admire the other night, and this guy, like, I, you know, let him go first. He's like, Happy Thanksgiving like, so this, is, this is a good time though to be thankful, right? So was everyone thankful Thursday? Would you get to spend time with your family? Yeah, it was a good day. We, we just kind of hung out with family and ate a lot of good food. I think we were in Comas for the afternoon, but uh, it, it was really good to spend time with family and just be together, and that's really what it's about. <clears throat> but you know, it's... You know one thing that kind of bothers me, and I don't know if it bothers all you, and hopefully people don't take too much attention to this. Has cell phones just ruined familyness and togetherness? Mm-hmm. I hate them. I mean, I love them just because you know, you can do everything through them. But I'm just, I was just sitting there kind of just watching like those first one's on the phone, this person's on on phone, this person. On the phone. We're not even talking. This really wasn't a message. Folks, put your phones away and spend time with your family. Because you don't know how much long they have. None of us do. Spend time with your family and get rid of all that nonsense. It can wait. Facebook can wait. Black Friday can wait. (laughs) That's another thing that kills me. So we're thankful all day Thursday. And then Friday, boy, we're just done with it. You know, I used to go out. On Friday morning before I go into work. to work. You know, I do get this or that. You guys know me. I'm a weirdo. I'm out singing Christmas songs. You know, going through the aisles. You see people that are mad. And I'm like, I think you're missing the point here, folks. Right? So we're thankful on Thursday. But then we flip the switch on Friday. Something not right with that. But another story. But again, get rid of the cell phones. Spend time with your family. Especially your kids. They're only little for a little bit. Don't want to get me emotional already. Right, guys? It don't take much, does it? But this has really been on my heart for a while. How, as a child of God, we should be the most thankful people ever. Well, let me rephrase that. How many people truly thank God just for anything and everything? Waking up, being able to pay the bills, having a home, having a car, having indoor plumbing. Do do people actually thank God for those things or, or is it just one of those things that we take for granted? Probably a little bit of both. But most of the time if you thank God, it's for kind of those things, isn't it? Heat, electric, shelter, money to pay those bills, a job. I kind of see it as it's kind of easy to be thankful for those things. You know, are, who, who's, who's here are morning prayers? Like when you get up, your morning prayers. You can raise your hands. Let's, let's have a drill. Raise your right hand, everyone. Okay, you guys are allowed to move. Who are morning prayers? I'm actually kind of a, an evening prayer. Probably because my wife goes to sleep faster than any human being I've ever seen in my life. So it's a good time for me to kind of reflect and talk to God and, and thank Him for everything. I know that's probably weird, but she saw a vlog, so I don't do something, right? But it's easy for us to thank God when everything's going well. When everything's going good. It's just easy. A lot, and honestly, that's probably why a lot of times we take it for granted. I went kind of blind. It's been years ago. You want to talk about taking things for granted. We take all that for granted. You know, I, was, I remember watching the Super Bowl and I don't remember which one it was. Like, I couldn't see the TV this close. You want to take something for granted, your vision or health or anything, it can go like that. So we should thank God every day for everything that he gives us. The ability to walk, the ability to talk, the ability to breathe. We should thank him for all that. And we take it for granted. Why do we take it for granted? Now, let's flip the switch a little. Who is able to thank God when the bottom falls out? Back in February of this year, I had to let go of some guys at work. The hardest thing I've ever had to do, and that couldn't be. And I'm just like, God, thank you. And luckily, and you know, thank God those guys were able to get a job. Sorry, guys, I get emotional. You guys start that. But what happens when the bottom falls out? What happens when the diagnosis comes? Mm -hmm. Just because we're Christians, we think everything's hunky-dory. The Bible doesn't tell us that at all. Fat man getting hot. The Bible doesn't tell us that at all, does it? And I think that's a lot of mistakes that Christians make. Come to church. Get saved. Everything's going to be wonderful. And folks, it is. But if we're telling them, to them you're not going to have any problems. We're lying to them. And that's what happens. We get them in the church, we get them saved. Everything's going to be wonderful. Mom or dad dies. Cancer comes. The car breaks down. The water heater breaks down. They're like, I don't want nothing to do with this God stuff. I had this issues before God. Right? Let's not tell them that. Let's go. Yeah, it's gonna be great with God, but you're still gonna have issues just like everyone else. Mm-hmm. People are gonna get sick, people are gonna die. Praise God. There's more to this. There's more than just this. Yeah. There's more. I've been thinking, this, folks, I don't know what's gonna come out. Let me read this real quick. I'm all for the place. So, as I've been thinking through this, I don't know if anyone's ever read this. It's called Attitude is Your Paintbrush. I've been through a couple Bible studies going through this. As I was studying and praying this week, this came on my heart. Come on in! You got me when I'm crying. The Attitude is Your Paintbrush. It colors every situation. It's by James W. Moore. And this is highlighted and like this is kind of the key to the book for me and just for gratefulness. If I can read it. The happiest people I know are the grateful people. The strongest, most fulfilled people I know are the thankful people. Those who have the attitude of appreciation are the most zestful and radiant people in all the world. Even in the most difficult circumstances of life, they know because of their strong faith that God is with them and that because God is with them Within, they cannot be defeated. They know that ultimately God will give them the victory, and for that they are grateful. It is this powerful, positive attitude of appreciation that colors every situation. The Apostle Paul put it like this, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. And I think a lot of people read that sometimes as give thanks in every situation, or give thanks for everything. No, don't give thanks for cancer or whatever else. But what it's saying is because of God, we should be able to give thanks in every situation. That's what it's saying. No matter what happens, no matter what bottom falls out, there's still God. He's still holy. And you know what's awesome? He loves me. That's what's awesome about it. And again, if everything goes wrong in the world... God still loves me and He still saved my soul. And one day because of that, I'm going to end up in heaven. And if you have that relationship with Him, you have that same promise. Folks, what can defeat us? What can defeat us? I'm way off of my nose, I tell you. But again, it's easy to be thankful when everything's going good. But we take that for granted. We take all those things for granted. So instead of one day of the year, we should thank God every day of the year. Probably every minute of the day if we can. But I think, you know, growing in grace and knowledge. You know, kind, of, kind of like I said before, we, we have this mentality of let's get everyone in the church and get them saved. And that is great and wonderful. But that cannot be the end. There has to be more than that. There has to be growth and grace and knowledge. And I think that's kind of what this is getting to. It's easy just to thank God for those little things. But as you're growing in grace and knowledge and getting closer and closer and closer to it doesn't matter what happens. You can still praise Him and give Him thanks for everything. In everything. Am I wrong, church? No. In everything. You know, how many, how many stories have you heard? Well, I went to this funeral. Horrible situation. This lady heard the truth of the gospel and was saved. There's good in every situation. Mm-hmm. There's good in every situation. Ephesians 5.20 kind of says the same thing. Giving thanks always to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. No matter what comes our way. Even if, even though, no matter what happens, we should be able to praise God. We should be able to praise God. Well... Pastor, it's easy for you to say you've never had anything bad happen. Oh, yes, I have. I was thinking about this too. I've got a lot of loved ones over there waiting to be seen again. A lot. Can't you imagine that day you wake up and you're in heaven? Isn't that going to be awesome? We can also have a little bit of that here. Through Christ and us, we can have a little bit of that here. Why wait? And again, that goes back to my comment about the cell phone. Get rid of that stuff. Spend time with your family. It's not worth it. Everything in that cell phone is not worth your family. But why should we be thankful? Why should we be grateful because of who God is. The creator of everything that we see and everything we don't see. You know how much he loved us? He sent his only begotten son to come and die on the cross of Calvary for our sins. Not just everyone sitting here, but everyone out there came and bled and died in our place we deserve death and hell you know I was thinking about this too we live in this age that everybody thinks we're owed everything folks we're not owed anything in fact we deserve death and hell but Jesus changed all of that he became that payment for sin to satisfy that wrath of God that we could never do and we think we're owed something we're not owed anything it's by God Mm-hmm. I love that. But God, he changed everything.
1: For a little, bit little fat
0: fact, when they Bob Mills, he changed the world. Have I always done what's right? Have I always been on the right road? Absolutely not. And that's another thing I love. He forgave me. He moved me along. He's used to me to reach other people, to reach teenagers, to not do the same crap that I did. Sorry, that's a horrible word. The same stuff that I did. You know, I can't control my emotions. But that's one reason. We should be the most happy people on this earth. The Gospel message. The only thing that can change lives. And we hear week in and week out, folks, when are we going to start taking it out that door? That's what we've got to do is take it out that door. His amazing grace. Now Ryan was teaching this morning in Galatians. Talked about us being an heir of God. Joint heirs with Christ. That's special. We don't deserve that. That's grace. But we sit back with the world of that. We're old that salvation. No, we're not. Again, like I said, we deserve death and hell for our sins. Jesus came and made a way. And in a world of constant bad news... Don't even watch the news anymore. That's all you hear. Isn't it good to have some good news? It's good to have some good news. You know, the other couple of things I was thinking about. We should be thankful for His Word. He didn't just come and, and live before us. He gave His Word. We have it. The problem is people don't want to read it. Oh, I thank God for His Word. Well, what good's that doing for you? If you're just thanking Him for it, get in it. Put down a cell phone and get in His Word. That's why I was thinking, what would God want us to be thankful for in His Word? You know how we can thank Him? By getting into it and reading it. Don't just take what we say up here, read it for yourself. Like I said before, get in a Bible study. I know this is a weird little book, but it's been a really good Bible study that we've been through a few times. I'm so thankful for his word. He gave us the answers to life. And it reveals him. Reveals his redemption story. Guides us and leads us. You know the other thing about all this? I know I'm jumping all over the place. You know, that's a typical Bob. That's okay. The other thing that I love about it is He said He will never leave us nor forsake us. You know what that means? When the bottom falls out, He's still there with you. Can you imagine going through those things without Him? It'd be awful. Which leads me to the next point that I'm thankful for. Every single one of you, the church, like I've said before, I don't know how people get through life without people like this. I love you guys with all my heart. I would do anything for any of you. And I know you would do the same for me. The church. It's important. It's important to be here. It's important to be together. Well, we're having another dinner next door. You know what? That's great because I love being together. Invite someone. Those are the things that I just think that we take for granted. And like I said, when the bottom falls out, what's left? What's left for you when the bottom falls out? God. His Word. The Church. That's really all we need, isn't it? Those things right there are all we need. You know, I was, as I was studying through this stuff, it just kind of made me think. And again, it's you want to talk about being thankful. Being thankful for the preached word I've heard all my life. Being thankful for the truth that's been proclaimed in this pulpit all my life. You're not going to hear that out of the world. You're not going to hear that at some other churches. Being thankful for the Sunday school teachers. Their Sunday school teachers, Patty, you've probably talked about everybody in here, haven't you? That means a lot. And we take it for granted. We should thank them. Tammy, you taught for years. Roger, you taught for years. Tony, Mike, everybody. We take it for granted, but thank you. Thank you for following God. And investing in a little kid like me. And now we want to turn around and do the same thing for others. Let's take the time to invest. It's important. When somebody says, can you come back and help decorate the church? Raise your hand. All right, I got to pass that one up. You guys know I'm crazy. I know it. That's okay. (laughs) But do you really? Do you realize just how special it is what we have? Do you really? Do you thank God for it? Why? I know Tony said this too. There's times and I'll probably (laughs) do it when I'm hunting because I'll be bored out of my mind. Be going to the pews just thinking about every single one of you. That's important. Do you guys do that? The church, something we should be thankful for. Being taught the truth, something we should be thankful for. It's valuable. Like I said, when the bottom falls out, what's left? What's left? It's all about that heavenly perspective, I think. It really is. You know, I think we, we get in our daily lives and we just, all we think is that earthly perspective. And that's not what we as Christians are supposed to be thinking about. Yes, we got to do our job. Yes, we got to get gas. Yes, we got to pay the bills. Yes. We, but if you have that heavenly perspective, it changes everything. It changes absolutely everything. But in the worst of situations, even though this happens or even though that happens, even though I could lose my job tomorrow, I don't know. But I know that God's going to be in control of everything. And we, as Christians, need to start thanking Him for those things. In every situation. Again, not for everything. But in every situation, we, we should be able to find some good because of God out of that. Thank Him for loving us. Thank Him for saving us. Thank Him for giving us a heavenly home. Thank Him for giving us His Word. Thank Him for giving us this church. And the church isn't the building, folks. The church is us. Mm -hmm. We need to remember that. We need to remember that. And the key is, it all starts with a man named Jesus and your, relationship, your individual relationship with Him. And if you're sitting here this morning and you don't have that relationship with Him, that Holy Spirit's calling. It's knocking at your heart's door. Don't let it pass by without accepting it. Trust and obey as we saw. You don't have to do anything special. You just have to cry out, Lord, save me. Well, you've got to walk 10 paces down here. You've got to cry your eyes out. You've got to say, well, you don't have to do that. Yes, it's good to come down here and we'll pray with you. We can pray back there. Hang in. The important thing is that you accept Christ. Cry out, Lord, save me. It all starts there. You're probably sitting back thinking, this guy's crazy. Well, you know what? When I was nine years old, he saved myself. He saved my soul. Again, like I said, I've went my own way. I've done horrible things. He's forgiven me. And now He's using me. He can do the same for you. But it starts with salvation. Now, the other side of that, if you are saved, but again, you have that earthly perspective, that needs to change. As a child of God, that needs to change. Or something's wrong. We should have that heavenly perspective. And we should be able to thank God in every situation. No matter what happens. No matter even though this, even though that. We should be able to thank God in any situation. And if you've not been living that way, it's time to switch that too. It's time to change that. You know, sometimes I feel like I get up here, rah, rah, rah. That's not what it's about. It's about a relationship with Christ. And doing it the right way. There's a wrong way. There's a lot of people that think they know Christ, but they're out living every way like the world. Something's not right there. And if you think about it, that's probably the most dangerous place to be, isn't it? I'm okay with God. I'm I'm good. That's a dangerous spot to be in. Because if you die today and you don't have that relationship, you're going to go to a sinner's hell forever. And that's not why he came and died. He came and died that all could have a relationship with him. Not just folks at never been a missionary Baptist church. The world. The world. You know, I was talking to a guy at the Bluegrass Festival. He does a lot of missionary work just all over the world and going and helping people and like being nurses and doctors. Man, it's just like, there is so much out there Let's not be confined to this little area. Let's take Jesus out and show people his love. Because that's what changed our lives, isn't it? Well, how's it ever going to change their lives if we come in here and just sing kumbaya? It's not. We've got to take it out there. I feel like I say that every week, do I? You know what? Because it's true. We've got to take Jesus out those doors. We've got to take Jesus out those doors. You know what, Mike? I'm going to shut up. One of, would one of you guys mind playing just a couple of verses of the song? I'm going to ask you all his hands.